Hello, and welcome to What We Do in the Moonlight, mm -hmm. where it's not a phase to keep your entire identity drywalled in the wall. <laughs> <laughs> and all that. And all that. Oh my gosh, the way we didn't do something. Okay. In this episode, we... See fuck. <laughs> we just watched this episode, like, just now live. Literally 20 minutes ago. Um, in this episode, we see Colin Robinson slowly become, not even slowly, very rapidly become his true self again. Nadja and the guide struggle to keep the nightclub open and attempt to burn it down. Guillermo has had enough. And Nandor's just kind of there. And he's just reading. He's just reading. He's on a book talk. <laughs> That's what happened in this episode. A live look at how bad I am at summary. <laughs> a live look. This, it's like it's like we're live. Like we're not live. We're do well. We're live right now. But yeah. When you see when you listen to this, it will not be live. No, ma'am or no, sir. We're sir, not, we're not or gonna do anything to change that. Non-binary friend. <laughs> sir, wait. Sir, sir, ma'am or non-binary friend. 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 I love friend. it. Hi, I'm Caitlin. Can I and I cannot escape. I cannot get out. Mama. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to guess like for the last like ten minutes of us setting up what what your intro is gonna be. And I was thinking it's either gonna be that uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> or I'm Caitlin and I got hit on at Zara today by a guy I did that literally followed us into the Zara to hit on Caitlin. That was unfortunate. It was really disturbing. I, I gave him finger guns and I said, cool man, thanks. And that was, it was gruesome. <laughs> that was a lot. Gunshots. <laughs> Shots fired. Yeah. At me. Uh, Who are you? I'm Emberlyn and I'm on the cusp of the end of my cycle hormonally so if i even see my boyfriend's face like one more time tonight i'm gonna i'm gonna bust through the wall i'm gonna bust right through that wall take a little I'm ball peen hammer yeah i'm not gonna come back it's gonna be like the tasmanian devil it's gonna be like the kool-aid guy and i'm not coming back i'm not coming back at all <laughs> so oh thank god he's in the other room so i'm really <laughs> <laughs> so weird to like do this in your right I know there. we're we're in the same house we're in the same house we're in the same room in fact <laughs> same bed even the same bed even perhaps what were your immediate reactions to the season finale of what we do in the shadows it's so funny because they are immediate we just saw it it's 10 <laughs> it's 10 57 p.m eastern time eastern standard time so we're you know we're here we just finished it um it was really good i enjoyed it i had a good time Oh, I'm sorry. I think I hear, <laughs> hear someone getting murdered outside. The intern. Oh, it's the intern. They're back. Um. Oh, no. Anyway, no, I think it was good. Like I enjoyed it. I had a good time. I was there for the vibes. I stayed for the sad. <laughs> um. There were parts that uh I was like, I mean, first of all, the just I. <laughs> I, there were parts that didn't make sense to me and like that's okay because they didn't have to make sense to me like this is a show about vampires like yeah but if I could understand why they introduced like sunrise sunset <laughs> into this episode beyond the fact that it's a wonderful analogy for like your child growing up and leaving home and beyond the fact that Colin Robinson is, is a show is a is a former showman in his time 
um, or at least the the creature that crawled out of Colin Robinson's <laughs> corpse was. Cavity. Yeah. Um, then, I mean, there's that. I don't know. I just, like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I'm, so t- I'm like, I don't fucking know what I just watched. Yeah, it was good. Like, I enjoyed it. I was there. You were there, there, too. We were in the same room. That yeah. was a good takeaway. Um, how about you? <laughs> I, I liked it. I mean, okay, I was thinking about this the other day. I feel like because I binged the first three seasons, it's been, a like, a completely different experience to, um watch this season week by week and I feel like that almost like changes my entire viewing experience not even like in a bad sense just like in a way of like what I expect from the show whereas like I when I was binging it like I was just doing you know an episode whenever I wanted to and not like really thinking too much about it but like now it's Mm -hmm. like every week I have more expectations for it yeah so like every week i'm like oh i want this to happen because i have to wait to find out what happens Mm, and when those things don't happen i'm like ah yeah but also i started to think if i had just binged this season what would i feel differently yeah um i don't know if there's a true overall point there just something i was thinking about but my immediate reaction was that i liked it um really all i really really cared about by the end of the season was um colin robinson and um, what was going on in the walls and seeing him go back into his former self and i got both of those which i was very happy about um i was a little like disappointed but not surprised that like we didn't really unpack too much about what happened last week in the episode but like it kind of got covered because Guillermo was talking about like how sad he was about everything uh-huh. which like same and I'm still like mad about Marwa yeah <laughs> and I'll die mad about it probably yeah but other than that I was just it was like it is what it is I don't really care like it's not that deep you know for me I'm just like I enjoyed this episode and I had a fun time but I was kind of shocked that like there weren't more repercussions about it yeah but also given the ending that was a pretty big repercussion and maybe like next season we're gonna see more about the effects of all that of of Guillermo feeling like he doesn't have anything to do there anymore yeah so that'll be interesting but no I like this episode yeah I feel like the Marwa thing was a huge oversight on the part of the writers like yeah it's just like I I mean like I think watching it week by week and kind of connecting that character it might evoke a different response from a lot of us about marwa than it would have if we just like watched the episodes while streaming mm-hmm. but like even so it's just like i think the optics are still like like yeah there's just something so weird about it i don't think it's funny i just think it's all weird and also like i feel like there's so much that hasn't been tied up yet that i feel like could come to a head next season like nandor still has more wishes yeah where's the gen like you know what (laughs) i mean like there are just so many other opportunities for things to like change i think and i'm hoping that they close some of those loops i would imagine they would um but after i feel like they didn't super do a great job of closing the loop with like the london stuff last year or at least to the extent that i was like oh yeah that was a thing now it's not it again um i'm like my expectations are kind of like 50 50 but um yeah i feel like colin robinson's arc was great i'm so happy to have him back i'm so happy it made the show feel a lot more a lot closer to its roots again and i kind of miss that like i like that the show is growing and changing but i really did miss 
the thing that makes it good, and that is <laughs> that is Colin, Colin Robinson. Robinson. Yeah. Um. Mm. So, what was your favorite part from episode ten? Oh gosh. Um. I mean, really, just seeing Colin like slowly like start to realize that there's something in the walls that he needs to know about uh-huh. and yeah like my 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 favorite part was when he walked into the room and he was his old self again uh-huh. like I, it was like i felt complete i'm like oh he's back like here he is and yeah. then he started i was like tell me more about receipts i missed you so much yeah his so lovely good. little suit jacket oh baby uh, it was so oh I just like I've said it multiple times on this podcast, but like I didn't realize how much I loved him until he was gone, you know. Yeah. yeah. And so once he came back, I was like, ah, we're back. Like, yeah. like you said, like I feel like the show was like back at they're going back to their roots again, and that's yeah. what we need. Yeah. I liked it. What was yours? Well, I mean, to the extent that like for us, we're like saying that Colin Robinson's back. It, yeah. What's interesting about this episode is it's not necessarily a, like a happy time for everybody because like Laszlo has essentially lost his son now, yeah. Um, which is really sad. Um, and there's just so much for me to unpack there. First, that Matthew Berry acted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he acted. <laughs> um, and I also just feel like I feel like not to like when like dwell on the marwa thing but i think it just it goes to show that this show does have depth and that's why it disappoints me so much that did happen because like yeah. if this show can produce like really comprehensive and complex like relationships between characters like guillermo and nander and like colin robinson and laszlo it just like it's like it just it just like surprises me mm-hmm. a little bit but i mean to the extent that we got to see i think laszlo kind of like mourn not having baby colin robinson again is really special and like sad and like I feel mm-hmm. badly for him because that's kind of where we leave him in this season w- with him essentially like trying to figure out you know just like being very sad that his baby is gone and, and like rem- asking him if he remembers things from when they were little when he when, when you know when Colin Robinson was little and him not remembering it makes me very sad and now it makes me remember why memories is memory memories <laughs> was the original title of the episode allegedly yeah um but also it ends up being sunrise sunset um and yeah we're here now and also again loved the introduction to Fiddler on the Roof still wish I knew why um but it's think- okay I think it's because it's just exactly like what you were saying before. It's like yeah. a good parallel to him growing up. And now I don't know Fiddler on the Roof that well. Mm. Um, I do know the song, but I can't. I don't know the lyrics um, other than what, other than Sunrise Sunset. Uh-huh. But um, I do think it's just to parallel the feelings of Laszlo and Colin and growing up uh-huh. and like not being a child anymore so i think that's exactly why and also just because why not utilize matt berry's amazing singing voice Uh, um i was here for that also i loved how in the credits it was him and nadja and colin all singing together that really got me yeah that was some like muppets christmas musical (laughs) shit but like sad (laughs) wait so what was your favorite part that was it i really liked yeah absolutely i really liked like seeing um Matthew Barry be able to like show off his like acting chops a little bit with yeah. that little scene at the end where he asked him about memories and it made me sad. Um, yeah. But that's what I liked about it. I thought it was like a good scene. That was like the one scene in the episode that really like sold me. Yeah. So I really liked it. When they um, 
when they really start acting in this funny haha show yeah it really gets me it does it does <laughs> like this you know what like sometimes a funny haha show can't just be a funny haha show or it's like meh like yeah um okay, earlier tonight Kate and i were watching an episode of veep and there are parts of veep not really like parts of veep but like if you know if you know you know like how veep goes <laughs> you know like i think about that to this day anyway um <laughs> Uh, did you have a favorite quote from this episode? Um, I liked it when Nadja said to the guide, speak, bitch. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. I really liked that. Um, I really liked, uh, listen, you ungrateful fuck. Yeah, that was a good and one. And then, um, at the end when Colin Robinson said, if there's anything I love more than managing a project, it's micromanaging it's a project. Micromanaging a project. And I was like, that one got yes, me. I miss you. Come back. That one got you. me too. Yeah. Glad you're here. Yeah. How about you? For me, and this is like, maybe it's not so much a quote, but it's a scene. I liked when Colin Robinson started talking about sheet wall and like drywall and like redoing the house because it makes me think that perhaps he did retain something from his time with Laszlo um, because obviously Laszlo was watching the uh, Home Improvement show uh, quite often. So I really do hope that that's something. Yeah. It feels like something Also, he whistled something. Mm-hmm. at the end but i couldn't quite catch what he was whistling Ooh. so i was wondering if it was something that like laszlo had taught him yeah oh i bet Ooh, 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 ooh. ooh, ooh, ooh. that's for us to unpack yeah point. yeah 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 it's funny like <laughs> because we were not like sleeping on this episode it's like what are your favorite quotes i don't know i just watched it <laughs> yeah i just watched it and like i yeah i, I usually would take notes but we usually have like visuals list. was sitting on my phone and i i was nowhere to be found <laughs> I was I was missing in action. Um, what is a song you would sing uh-huh. while you play the piano and mourn the loss of your uh, energy vampire son and his memories? Mm. Let me consult my Spotify. Uh-huh. <laughs> I got one. Um, yeah. So mine is mine is slipping through my fingers by Abba. Stop! Because oh my God. obviously, like honestly, it would <gasps> oh, have made more one. sense in my opinion for them to use that song to call back. Not only just to Colin Robinson's show tunes, but also to Mamma Mia from earlier in the season. And I think that they should write that down because I'm really clever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think you should write for the show. I think so, too. Um, um, well, I, on that note, I pu- I'm going to say uh, When She Loved Me uh, from Toy Story 2. <laughs> uh, because... It's just, it makes me sad. Also, um, when I first heard that song, when I was but however old I was when Toy Story 2 came out, uh-huh. um, I remember, like, n- knowing, like, I felt sad, but not quite knowing what that like, feeling was. Like, big adult sad, yeah. Yeah. And, like, I remember, like, staring at the movie and being like, I don't like this at all. Yeah, it was <laughs> truly the first time I felt depression. When somebody loved me. Oh, no. <laughs> Don't do that to me. I don't want to think about that. Um, weirdly enough, another one is yeah. like Father and Son by Cat Stevens, which fun fact, for some reason in Guardians of the Galaxy 2 when they play that song, I get kind of I get really fucked up in the head. Yeah. Like not so much now because of, you know, Christopher. <laughs> Christopher. <laughs> but, you know, you know, that's the the love still the love is still there. Just any any sort of song that has like a really emotional context between a, a parent and a child. Uh-huh. Oof. Uh-huh. So, what... 
I thought Maddie was a knocking at the door. I think she might have been, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> neither here nor there. What character would you like to raise? Maddie is howling. <laughs> He's howling out there like a wolf. Should I let him in? Yeah. Yeah. He's just gonna bring his toy in here. Okay. He just needs. He needs to. He needs to make the world know who he is. Did you bring him in? Well, Manny has now entered the chat. Manny. Welcome, Manny. Manny. Hey, what character would you let Manny in for? <laughs> <laughs> um, there's so many options this episode, and by so many, I mean at least three. Um, first, I want to say Colin Robinson. I would let yeah. Colin Robinson into the room mm-hmm. when he wants to bring his toy in. No, 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 no. You're letting Manny in. Oh, I'm letting Manny Colin in. Colin Robinson. Oh, okay. I understand. Yeah, get it right. Sorry. (laughs) Um, I would let Manny in for Colin Robinson. They're gonna hang out together. Yeah, they're gonna hang out together. I think Manny somewhere in here has like a secret stash of like all of his clothes and glasses. I was gonna say I'd be inclined to say that if Manny hit his head at some point over the next couple of days, he may turn into Colin Robinson. Like it's not above him. If you could see the the absolute nothingness in his vat, his deep dark eyes, (laughs) you'd believe me. This is true. Um, so I would let Manny in for Colin Robinson because, again, cannot emphasize enough how much I missed him. Um, I would also let Manny in for Laszlo because mm-hmm. he truly just broke my heart this episode. And, yeah. like, he is mourning the loss of his son. Mourning his baby. Baby boy. Baby, his baby, baby boy. Baby bonnet. His baby. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Don't. This is not that podcast. <laughs> That's a future thing. Anyway. Um, anywho. Uh, La- Manny. Okay, I figured out what our mean question is going to be. <laughs> I would let him in for Laszlo because he's more than a loss of his son. And he, oh, yeah, he needs sad a friend. And he needs a friend. So that'll be interesting next season. Yeah. And then I would also let Manny in for Guillermo uh. because he was truly just like, like that feeling when you're just like, I don't know what to do anymore. Like, I don't yeah. know what's next. That's scary. And I don't like it. So I didn't like it for him. Uh-huh. Um, so I think he needs a little cat friend. So, Emberlyn, what character would you let Manny out of the room for? Well, I didn't, <laughs> even, I go let him well, I didn't even get to tell you who I let him in for oh, myself. I was, I was so excited about the next. You were so ready to just, like, ready. kick my cat out of our house. <laughs> yeah. Um... Well, um, I think the character I liked was Colin Robinson in this episode because he's returned and I missed him. He's definitely my comfort character. Yeah. I'm very happy that he's here with us. Top 10 comfort characters. Top 10 comfort characters. And like, I don't know, I just like hearing, first of all, I just like hearing his delivery as a teenager is funny. Yeah. But also like, <laughs> he's so it's even funnier it's just, it's even funnier to, like, see him back in his regular boots. And may I just say, he's dazzling. He's mm-hmm. slaying, if you will, as as the, the cuspers say in the Gen Z slash millennial community. <laughs> it's just, oh, like, damn. God, am I talking like a BuzzFeed millennial? <laughs> I just had a moment. Let us know. Oh, no. No, don't. No, I don't want to know. <laughs> don't tell me. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Now you can ask your, your mean question. <laughs> your mean question about my cat. <laughs> Who would you let Manny out for? <laughs> Who would I let Manny out for? Who doesn't deserve to see Manny anymore? Yeah. Um, again, Nandor. Um, Consistently on the shit list. He's just here reading his books. I have a feeling he was reading Colleen Hoover's Last of Us when I saw him last. It ends with us. 
the end of us <laughs> there the november something i don't care <laughs> um, i actually do want to see the last of us on hbo when it comes out tbh so i think that's what i manifest like that's my brain's blocker for bad things so oh manny manny's suffering out there can we let him back in again yeah. Oh, he's suffering. He's out there. He's like, he's acting like somebody like took his, oh, wow. Manny, come in here. Does he have a toy? Oh, that could be it. Sometimes he has toys at night because even though we play with him during the day, he's like, not, that's not enough. We need to also play all night as well. He was just sitting with it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. And then you try to play with him with it and he's like, I don't want to play with it. I just want to yell about it. He just wants to yell about it. So that's the thing about my cat. Manny, he likes to carry a toy around and meow loudly. Um, but then, like, when you try to play with it, with him, he's not into it. He just likes to scream about it. Um, and I've learned that this could very well be because cats like to show you how to hunt. And that's why they're howling so much when they have the toys. Is because they want to show you how to hunt and teach you. Is he just mad that we're not listening to his lessons? Yeah, he's probably mad about that, I can imagine. See, Colin Robinson, once again, he's an energy vampire. He's draining us oh because he's trying God. to get us to learn how to hunt. Which I certainly do not want to do. Manny Petty. Man, Manny Potemkin. <laughs> Potemkin. Manny Potemkin from Criminal Minds. Oh, okay. Hit Broadway star and star of... of uh, and um, Inigo Montoya from For the Princess Bride, Manny Potemkin. Oh, but his right. name is Mandy. But you know, you, we're, we're doing puns Close on my enough. cat's name. Okay, Close remember enough. that. Ask me a question. All I've been doing is asking you questions. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, anyway. Why are you here? Why are you still in my house? But likewise, you did already. You, you, you were supposed to uh, tell me what you, what you don't like about who's mean. Who do you yeah, not like? Yeah, Nandor. Same. Yeah. <laughs> I just like he didn't do much this episode, but that's yeah. like like not much is never enough for me. Yeah. Also, like my expectations for men are high. I don't know if it's just because like I feel like season finales are usually like a big doing, you know, like yeah. something big always happens. I felt like it was weird uh-huh. that with Nandor, they're just like, nah, he's just reading this episode. He's just reading this. <laughs> it's got to be either a deeper meaning or I'm stupid. And that's the thing I hate about these shows is <laughs> it's always like, anything. is it deeper than that or am I stupid? Like, this is the same shit I went through with Sherlock where I was like, is it deeper than that or am I stupid? And it was the <laughs> latter. And I'm just never, I haven't gotten on from that yet. But I feel like that wasn't our fault. Yeah, but that's what I'm, it wouldn't be, and exactly, it would be the writer's fault if it was stupid now. But to that point, it's like, if he's just reading all episode, what the fuck else is he doing? Like, I don't get it. I don't think it's cohesive. Yeah, it's just like, it's like with Nadja last episode. I felt like they're like, oh, we just need something for her to do. Yeah, it's and like, no, for him, it's everybody like, do something. Okay, we're doing this with Nadja. We're doing this little thing with Guillermo. But the main focus is Laszlo and Colin. Yeah. Oh, shit. We have a whole other character. You we don't have, have to, to check them. But like, you don't have to check people off your list, right? Like, you no. can just like have some people not be in the episode. Like, But it would be weird if he wasn't there. Well, no, because I feel like they've done episodes before where like, people like haven't really been the main like the prominent thing and it's like my whole thing is like if you wanted to use like your whole plot to focus on two of your main characters and like like that's cool like that's fine like I don't know that it really matters that much like at the end of the day like you have like two more seasons not to fuck this up like you have time (laughs) you got time to do this like so much more time there's some of these plot lines aren't necessarily like like, super essential you know I think I was just like, like with Nandor for this episode, I was just like ready to f- 
figure out like what is the fallout gonna be oh yeah and also the whole two wishes thing yeah yeah where did that go well again that's that's the game of that's the game we're gonna play next season folks Yep. Is it that deep or am I stupid? <laughs> we'll make like a cool tagline for be, it too. <laughs> yeah. Is it that deep, is it that deep or am I stupid? And we'll have like next season we'll have like a backup like a song with backup singers. Yeah. Yeah. Manny is ready. <laughs> Manny's rehearsing. <laughs> Manny's rehearsing. He's gonna be our singer. <laughs> He's actually telling us right now about how he was a tenor in his high school yeah. choir and how he went to Allstate. He also went to show choir. He literally looked up and he's like, yes, I'll tell you more. I was the lead in my spring musicale. (laughs) Spring musicale. He sure was. He sure was. No thoughts had him. He was a movie extra in the Netflix movie Prom. (laughs) It's true. It's true. When she comes out, she says, note to self. Don't be gay in Indiana. If you look really closely back and like the really like far back, he's there. He's just there. He's there nodding along like, yeah, girl, in Indiana is homophobic as shit. Like, you yeah, don't, don't want to be here. Indiana. <laughs> you don't be here. Big heads up. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I love the movie, guys. You should go watch it. It's, it's kind of actually, I mean, James Corden's in it. So if you can like blur him, if you can like get James like. James Corden's in if it? If you can get like what other, like a, like a, like a, what would be like a Google Chrome plugin for your computer that just like. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> mutes his face out of things you're golden you love blur it and you're like i know this james Corden, but i don't have to look at the him thing so is, okay. i think if it were his face were blurred i'd forget <laughs> <laughs> i'd be like he's whoever that is they're doing a, doing a great job they're doing a great, really good they would like they would like like change the tone of his voice to like be so different to be like deeper like when you, when you interview somebody anonymously you like yeah. nah. Now it's time for carpool karaoke. <laughs> the James Corden show would be so wild. I would watch the James Corden it's the show. Beep, 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 show. <laughs> <laughs> With your host. <laughs> you can't even say his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just redacted. Redacted. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a like a government document. Exciting. There's gonna be like like conspiracy theories or like just like people out there be like, no, I know what he actually looks like if you wanna pay me. <laughs> like exploiting James Corden. He's like a whole fetish fight. <laughs> people are trying to like unblur the blurs. Yeah. Well the thing about this movie he plays I don't I can't remember exactly what his purpose was, but he did play like a gay man. And like here's okay. the thing, he's 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 ain't and like you know, I have he he hey, he isn't, and I feel like you know, like there are probably a lot of actors in the shows that we're talking about right now that don't play like aren't gay men in real life, but right. that aren't that aren't men in real life. No, that aren't that aren't that aren't James real, life, also that aren't real people. Um, but like they're probably like you know, but like I don't know when James Corden does it, it's just it's like really it just, it's really deeply offensive to me. <laughs> like like. It's like Hey. If you were to say to me, like, oh, like, yeah, like, I don't really know, like, I don't, I don't want to assume the sexuality of, like, for example, like, Reese Darby, but if he was, like, straight and he was playing a gay man, I'd be like, okay, that's cool. And you were like, oh, yeah, and, like, um, you know, like, so and, like, fuck, who just played a gay man in a movie? Like, oh, like, fucking, uh, there's, like, a new love story coming out with so-and-so, you know, I don't fuck, I'm not doing a good job explaining this. I'd be like, oh, yeah, that's awesome, yeah. Yeah. If you were like, oh, like, Hillary Clinton's gonna be playing a gay man in this next movie, I'd be like, all right, yeah, that sounds fine. I mean, good for her. I'm glad she's, you know, fine. She's found a way for, like, some exposure, you know. But if you were like, James Corden is playing gay, I'd be like, 
get the fuck out of here you get you get out of here with that i will you i will i will go right through this wall but this time i'll be the blue kool-aid <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> i change colors for different feelings i have do you think somewhere out there there's a blue kool-aid man I'm, or person I, i've thought about this since i was a child i want you to know that i think someday a purple they'll one. crash through the right wall and they'll find each other and they'll make purple yeah yeah but then again it's like i don't know do you really want grape i kind of like grape though you like grape kool-aid well, um not grape kool-aid i like exactly. welch's 100 percent grape juice oh same but that's different grape yeah because you see like grape juice tastes like juice the juice of grapes but grape kool-aid tastes like you take like a bunch of grape candy things and you just like put them in a blender and it tastes you, like it you tastes pee like, in it <laughs> and you're like this is good it tastes like if someone took like the grape soda cans yeah. like not the soda inside them but yeah. the grape soda cans yeah and made them liquid yeah and they're like grape and you're like mm, yeah i don't think so yeah now see i say this but then again there was a there was a time when i first found discovered soda and i wasn't i didn't care for soda very much that i found grape soda and i was like this does, this is delightful <laughs> like, this is very good uh what the fuck are we talking about <laughs> uh what was <laughs> this is why we shouldn't do this late at night <laughs> i think it makes uh, it better if there's, there's no one else listening at this I point like get back to the show you're talking about. i hope that mid us talking about this about this like an ad cut in or something <laughs> yeah and it comes back and they're like, oh, they're still talking about Blue Apron. When Najee was just like, yeah, it turns out like uh, online like radio entertainment just doesn't work anymore. I was like, ah, shit. And we're about to go do that. <laughs> we chose the wrong, we chose the wrong career path, everybody. Yeah. Welcome back. Welcome back. If you heard my audio go out, it's because when we were filming this circa last night, uh, my audio stopped. Um, so we're back again to yeah. finish the rest. It's not like we already did finish the rest, but that does seem to be the case. We may have may not have found out that Emberlin only got 30 minutes of recording after over an hour of recording. <laughs> See the immediate, the Caitlin's immediate disdain to blame this on me. I'm not, no, it's not, it's not your fault. It just happened to you. If it happens, I'm not blaming The PR anybody. machine inside Caitlin's head is working overtime right now no. <laughs> to clean up the mess. The, the good thing news is I don't think we can blame anybody for what happened because at the end of the day, this definitely had something to do with James Corden. Yeah, it always comes back. That, there was a blur that i did see um come through the house last night yeah um and it wasn't manny and it wasn't manny this time no who now is safely asleep in his little cat hut he's fast asleep yep whereas last night (laughs) he had things to say he had his premium 40 dollar cat food (laughs) and he's ready for a night in um so caitlin yeah uh when we left off we were talking about our peaks for this episode uh what was yours uh my first peak not to go on about colin robinson but do please do i'm going to please do my first peak was the fact that he was you know back in his final form baby like seeing him like not only um like seeing his eyes glow for the first time in his entire season thank you so much for joining the chat (laughs) not my fridge going on the moment literally the moment (laughs) 
we start filming. It's been quiet all day. <laughs> Literally not said a word this entire morning. <laughs> and the second we start recording, your fridge is like, hold up. I saw the finale too. Hold on now. I got I to gotta make this food cold for a minute here. <laughs> yeah. All right. So you know what? You're just going to hear that. It is what it is. But yeah, the um, when we saw Colin's eyes glow for the first time in an entire season, I got so excited. I think yeah. I squealed. Um, just like seeing him come back and then I don't know man just something about seeing him in his like sweaters again no hair he puts his glasses back on like there's something about the glasses mm-hmm. it's like literally I, I get it you know with it's Superman and Clark Kent like yeah. he puts his glasses on and you're like yes. who's that guy yeah Um, when he put his glasses on but he still had a full head of hair I was like oh my god it's Colin Robinson and then yeah. he came out and he was form Colin Robinson I was he started talking about receipts and I could let him go on for days I was so happy once again I missed him this entire season so when he showed up it was great my heart my my first peak is Colin Robinson yeah it was your first peak well that was mine as well I mean like having Colin Robinson back I think is the thing that we really needed because at the end of the day Colin Robinson is really what makes this show what it is like this was a really fantastic season in terms of like some of these one-off episodes we had that were really creative on the writers and and directors part but like something that was kind of missing from all those is the Colin Robinson we know and love so to see that in this last episode it was maybe the first time for me this season that things felt really super normal um and I feel like that's confusing for me because like I'm not impartial to Guillermo's feelings that like things just kind of go back to the way they are and are are monotonous again but at that same time there was something comforting and like it just made me feel like I was in a safe space to have Colin Robinson back also (laughs) the three-piece suit like (laughs) I don't know (laughs) I'd fuck him (laughs) like he he was given something I don't know like (laughs) I was there for it I was you saw him come out and just like hey and you're like hey yeah yeah that literally the tiktok cat sound that's just like the cat's meowing i don't know why um that was how i felt in that moment but no it's really great to have him back it was just yeah like it was, it, i felt i felt safe when yeah. he returned i was like he's here he is here to save the day he knows the numbers the bank account numbers yeah he's everything here's a thought yeah so obviously like the house was a complete mess in the very beginning of it uh-huh, uh-huh. um and like, we were all kind of thinking, like, oh, because Guillermo's not there to, like, clean up or anything. Mm-hmm. But, like, also, I feel like it really emphasized in this episode that Colin Robinson is the one that kind of keeps everything going. Like, yes. He, like, when he immediately was just like, yeah, here's a bank account number, here's a PIN number, 420-69-365 or whatever the fuck it was. Yes. Um, it was really funny. I really feel like he's kind of the glue to everything. He is. And... Because he makes sure everything is in order because that's yeah. what he likes to do. So it was kind of nice to, like, I don't know, like, get that sense back. And also the way he immediately started putting, like, the house back together. Yeah. Yeah. I liked it. He he really is the glue that holds I think that's such a great interpretation of everything because he really does, like, hold everything together. Yeah. And, I mean, like, we see that now. And I'm really excited for him to, like, continue to do that through next season. Like, I missed him. I miss yeah. that man. Um, did you have a second peek? Uh, my second peek was, honestly, the music that was used throughout this episode like i love it when shows have actors with like a specific talent and then they utilize that talent that they have so anytime matt barry gets to sing or perform in any Mm. sort of way 
I just I love it and this episode like he wasn't just singing like as Laszlo like he was singing in his his actual voice and Uh I feel like that's when I knew I was like oh no this is gonna be a feels heavy episode yeah and um I don't know I just I loved the use of sunrise sunset in the beginning um also I saw this morning someone on Tumblr point out first of all speaking of Tumblr it looks like it's on sale and I hate it (laughs) <laughs> what's, what's that logo it does. <laughs> why like i have a question okay yeah. um i know we talked about this last night but i'm still confused <laughs> why ha, when since when has tumblr had a a spokesperson a, what would you call it like a mascot, <laughs> a mascot. named t <laughs> um i don't know because I feel like back in the day on Tumblr, like, you know, when it crashed, it would have like a little T guy. Oh. And he'd be like, oh no, oops, nothing's here. Oh. Like a stupid, like, way to pander to its users. Yeah. But like, I don't want to see him in the logo. Why yeah. does it have a face? Well, I got an ad yesterday where he was like sitting on a couch. And I was like, <laughs> please, who is this? <laughs> it's T. Who is this man in my in my dash? I don't like opening up my phone and just seeing like it looks like it's a like it's a spam app. Yeah, it looks like it, it does not look right. It looks I, unwell. I just like it. But anyway, I saw a post on Tumblr that pointed out um, that Laszlo in the beginning like has such a disdain for musical theater, and yet in this episode he's singing a song from a musical. And I just, it hurts me. I have so many feelings about Laszlo this episode and Laszlo and Colin specifically in their relationship and like what this means going forward because like they had such a father-son relationship. Yeah. And it was wonderful. And like we really saw this episode how important that was to Laszlo and the second like that he lost it, like when his smile drops, my heart broke. Yeah. And that was unfortunate. But back to the music, I really liked how they had him singing that throughout the episode with a little montage of all of their greatest hits yeah. as a uh, father and son duo. And at the end when they played it, and it was Laszlo, Nadja, and Colin Robinson, like, ouch, my heart. Um, but yeah, I just, I feel like it really adds depth to the show in a way because it's like, on the surface level this is um a show about terrible vampires and the choices that they make but also like when we see when when actors act (laughs) on the show oh it really gets me and matt berry also deserves an emmy for his performance in this episode because wow yeah yeah he really brought it he really brought it home this episode because of like I, i just i feel like maybe we talked about this last night but it does feel like Matthew Barry's portrayal and of Laszlo in this episode does show you that the writers have the capacity to create really in-depth storylines. Yeah, which is maybe what makes the Marwa thing so disappointing. Yep. But also is what I think makes me like this show is that it does have the capacity for the really serious storylines, despite being like a funny haha show. And I feel like that's what we should. I like that. Like that's what I want from my show. I want mm-hmm. to come to to expect more from my comedies. Like not to say that comedies like we can have comedies that don't take themselves too seriously. But just that, you know, I expect writing that's cohesive and thoughtful and makes me feel something. And I really appreciated that about this episode and about Laszlo 
and his storyline with Colin Robinson come like specifically and I really hope they don't drop that next season like I hope that comes back yeah. in some way next season because it's important like yeah it, it was, it's like they formed this special bond and they already were forming this special friendship as friends when when Laszlo learned that Colin was going to pass away yeah in season three so I just want I want to see a continuation of that friendship well, yeah that's why I loved the ending of not the ending of season three I mean I liked it I thought it was hilarious and insane yeah. but like that's what I loved about season three was that like as I'm watching it I was like oh my god like Laszlo and Colin friendship unlocked like this is great I love this so much right. and then like when you get the added layer when Laszlo like reveals like he's dying and he's going to die today and he looks so genuinely sad about it I was like oh wow this guy who usually like doesn't take anything seriously right. is really sad hi right. Bishwaz Bishwaz is right in the chat <laughs> To get his tacos. Vishwas is not leaving the chat. Bye. Mm, bye, Vishwas. <laughs> we really have the kind of setup in this house that looks. It looks like it, it's. We live in such a small apartment that it really does look like the setup, like, like a like a 1990s sitcom where it it's does. like someone comes in through one door and then exits out another really quickly. It's like an episode of Friends. Yeah, and you're deeply convinced that there's nothing on the other side of that door, um, which happens <laughs> to be my logic because he's definitely going to the prop person who's going to hand him his bag of tacos and then he's yeah. going to come back in and say something really catchy like, "Hey, gang." That was the audience cheering for Vishwas's return. Yeah. Vishwas, wait. Have you seen Friends? Yeah. Um, who are you in Friends? Yeah. Chandler. Chandler? That's bold, but okay. All right. Ross. I would say Ross is a kind of a pain in the ass. <laughs> I was going to say Ross, but I also feel like Manny is kind of Ross. Yeah. Yeah, I think Manny's Ross. I'll give you Chandler. You deserve it. Yeah. You, you can be Chandler when you're nice and not at all like annoying and ripping into a piece of taco. Hey, shut the door. Yeah, here. he's Ross because he just like refused to shut. He just would not. He not refused <laughs> per se. Man is very hungry and was very um, intent on eating his tacos. Yeah, so, so much so that he wouldn't shut the door and instead decided to rip open the bag while we're <laughs> filming. Yeah, he's cool. Um, <laughs> does that mean be Rachel? Technically, I feel like you're Monica. I'm definitely more of a Monica. I'm Monica looking for her Chandler. Am I right, guys? <laughs> Anyone out there wanna? want to pop off since things aren't going looks it seems like things aren't going super well here with ross <laughs> my brother <laughs> oh, no. No. i feel like i should put in some full disclosure that like yeah i actually do really love my boyfriend but yeah. um so um what was your second peak my second peak was probably i thought about this for a long time last night and then this morning and i think it is still in the fact that guillermo like leaves finally like yeah. I wish I'd got that from last episode because I think that's kind of where that plot line belongs um mm-hmm. but and and like it is interesting to me because well that's more of a valley but it was interesting <laughs> to me where Guillermo's anger was kind of centered he was like oh like nothing ever changes around here I'm gonna leave when I do feel like it maybe should have been centered more toward Nandor because when he's talking about the fact that like Oh, like my boyfriend got turned is got is like um, fell in love with himself. I was like, but why? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and for what? Um, so I think it was interesting that when we did see Nandor, he was reading a book, and then when we didn't see him, we didn't get to see him react to Guillermo leaving. And I feel like that might be a big plot line next season. I'm really glad that Guillermo took the money and ran. Um, and I feel like he has such a like a surefire plan now to become a vampire. I doubt it's going to happen. But it was something that I found myself thinking, like, a couple of months ago, which was, like, why why not just go to Derek and ask him to turn you into a vampire? Mm, like, yeah. he's, like, the person you know that is a vampire and seems like he would probably be the most open to doing it. So, you know. 
Um, but yeah, I like that. Um, but that's kind of where I am. I thought that was a good little sprinkle, sprinkle winkle of something, something. I loved, I loved his, uh, the, like the entire end of it. And he's like, you're going to turn me into a vampire and looks at the camera. Yeah. Like the little shit that he is. I'm like, oh, I love this for him. This is, this is a choice that you're making. It is a choice I'm that he's making. going to go. Yeah. I, I'm going back and forth between like, okay, do we start next season? And Guillermo's like, I'm a vampire now. Yeah. And like, it happens off screen. Like, am I going to like that? No. But I kind of want to be a part of it. Yeah. Since this has been a whole thing from the beginning where he really wants to be a vampire. And if that happened like off screen, I would be mad about it. Um, I don't, I don't know. I just, I just, I don't know where they're going to go with it and, or if it's actually going to happen or if it's somehow going to turn into a storyline where because he left and if he comes back and he's just like demands to be a vampire like what does that mean Mm -hmm. um because he always wanted like nandor to turn him into a vampire and that was kind of like why he was staying Mm -hmm. and then like maybe nandor wasn't turning guillermo into a vampire because he didn't want him to leave right or something but we don't have time to unpack all that (laughs) oh my god we don't have time to unpack all that i don't know i'm 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 intrigued (laughs) i'm intrigued (laughs) did you have any uh values from this episode um, I just think, and if I'm repeating myself, sorry, I don't remember what I said in the first 30 minutes of this last night, but I still think it's kind of weird that like, I, I don't know, maybe it's again, because I was talking about how when you binge something all in one go, it's very different from having to watch it week by week and having time to like theorize and get your hopes up for things that are going to happen and hyping stuff up in your head right so like i feel like with season finales they're generally like something big's gonna happen and like something big did happen in this episode colin robinson came back return of the king and (laughs) uh guillermo wants to be turned into a vampire like that was a whole thing and like some of the storylines got closed but i still feel like even if you do know you have more seasons coming you should still wrap up like your big plot point so i think my biggest thing was that nandor was not doing anything this episode yeah and it was a season finale in a season that was very focused on nandor and like the importance of like and like it's it's good to have like have characters have more time to shine but just Uh the fact that like the first half of the season was Nandor being like, I need to get married. I need to find the love of my life. And then he does get married and like all of his gin wishes. Yeah. And then after episode six, it was like all of that was just dropped to the side. And they're like, yeah, okay, we're done with that. Right. Like Mar was gone in probably the stupidest way possible. Um, he has his, he has two more wishes that we haven't mentioned mm-hmm. at all. Yeah. And, um, I that does open up for the Jen to come back next season, which I really hope he does because I just really liked his character, and also I really hope we're just not like forgetting the, the fact that he has two more wishes. Yeah. Um, also, I'm like scared and intrigued to see how Nandor is gonna use it. Like, is Guillermo gonna be like, "I'm a vampire now," and Nandor be like, "No, I wish that you weren't." <laughs> so, oh yeah. Oh, I could totally see that. Actually. Yeah. So that would be kind of that would be interesting to see. Yeah. But. Ultimately, like, yeah, my, my valley was just like, what was Nandor doing this entire episode? Right. He was reading. What's Nandor is... thinking about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I wanted, I wanted to see more of, like, the 
consequences of his actions from last episode, which yeah. we kind of got by Guillermo saying like, oh, yeah, Marwa's gone and my boyfriend fell in love with herself now. And I'm just like, again, like you said, OK, but why? Yeah, it was Nandor's fault. And like, you're still OK with just like being there right. and like being, I don't know. I, I wanted to see more fallout and uh consequences but instead Nando was just chilling yeah just reading a book <laughs> Which being, like, being a book talk really no yeah but also I was I I did want more from that and as a season finale I was hoping to get more of his storyline from the season wrapped up and we just didn't so yeah. hopefully next season we'll get more of that but yeah, yeah it was just kind of like and Nandor was there yeah well that was my valley as well is it did feel like this whole season centered around Colin Robinson and Nandor. And then for him not to have a super like relevant wrap up in, in this episode is weird. Like I, that was my, I I just felt like overall, I really enjoyed the Colin Robinson plot line. Um, But even with that, it did feel like the book was left, like a lot of books were left open and not very many were closed. Well, Nando's reading them now. (laughs) (laughs) Like there wasn't, there was so much that happened in this episode that wasn't really cohesive for me. And like, I kind of left it feeling unsatisfied. And while I do think that plot, uh, what what would you call it? Um, Not plot twists, but um, cliffhangers Mm -hmm. are really necessary to season finales um, sometimes. Um, I also felt like so much was left open this season that I walked away not feeling fully satisfied with the ending. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like when you have something to eat that, you know, you eat a lot, but it doesn't fill you up and you're still hungry. And that's how I felt. Like <laughs> You said that and I was just thinking about the muffin that I got this morning. And I'm like, ooh, I want that. <laughs> the muffin's calling her name. So, no, like, and like, I wish there was more I could say. Because I really do hope, I really do have hopes that maybe this next season it'll be it'll all kind of work itself out um is it that deep or am I stupid um (laughs) but at the end of the day yeah I I think I felt I walked away from this episode feeling really deeply dissatisfied with like just for example um the fact that Guillermo is kind of going back down his repetitive path of like trying to become a vampire and it feels different because he's not looking for that validation in Nandor anymore but it's still like okay because what's gonna happen we'll probably come back next season and and recycle this whole plot line again so there's that concern for me I do like the prospect of him becoming a vampire and then Nandor wishing it away I think that's like a really great I think that's great like that's a place to go yeah like that would be if I were writing that would be my natural next move um but like Naja's storyline was not cohesive Mm -hmm. and I know we didn't get to talk about this because it was in the second part of the episode that we lost last night but like um Naja's storyline was just so disappointing like I'm kind of like stomping my own foot on my (laughs) on my own head if that's possible I'm very flexible um (laughs) right now because I mean I just feel like at this beginning of the season I kept talking and about and speaking praises about how well developed I felt like Naja was as a character but it felt like they really tore down all of that development in this last couple episodes and I was really disappointed with the fact that they not only recycled that the, the club isn't working plot line twice but it yeah. also felt like they didn't really know what to do with her character at the end so they just put her somewhere on a shelf and I didn't love that because she's such an exquisite character and I just feel like there's so much more they could have done with her yeah the fact that we had an entire episode last week mm-hmm. not an entire episode but like her entire arc in the episode was Things aren't working at the club because Colin Robinson is no longer a baby, so we have to try and fix it. And yeah. then in episode 10, they're like, 
things are no longer working at the club because Colin Robinson is no longer a baby. Yeah. Like, you had that twice in, the, like, two weeks. It's like, please try do to do something, something more. Like, okay, she was stealing the money and hiding it. And, like, yeah, it all got burnt up at the end. But, like, Which is like why okay. show that if you're not going to do anything with it? Also, exactly. why show that both her and Guillermo are both stealing money from the club yeah like i wanted there to be more with that whole thing yeah and just like once again the potential that nadia and guillermo have to have such a really good friendship yeah because they're both bitches and i love them and like i just i think they could they could be so much and we saw that in the um the episode where guillermo comes out like where nadia is like going along with his story like it was such a good like dynamic and i think we need more from that yeah and here's an idea if guillermo does become a vampire i want nadja and guillermo to be vampire besties i do too i think that'd be great i think that would be great as well i would like that also like i think to your point you you asked this question that i think is really profound in this sense that's like why show something if you're not gonna do anything with it it's like Chekhov's gun yeah it is and and it's cocked and ready to go yeah (laughs) absolutely absolutely though and it's like there's a lot of things i think were shown that maybe like because they're just such small things if the things that aren't gonna come up again next season are just gonna feel like loose ends untied Mm -hmm. and that's why i think i walked away from this episode just feeling like deeply dissatisfied with the ending even though even like that um like that little like oh like he's looking the camera where Guillermo gives us I was just kind of like all right you know because I don't I I mean if you're gonna give me like a cliffhanger I want to be like I want to be I want to be on the wall I want to be like drooling I want to be like (laughs) scraping around on the floor like on my my little my little cat nails and like you know like tearing up the furniture and eating it like that's how I want to feel about my cliffhangers and in this case I was just kind of like all right (laughs) you got me like i'm gonna know like like here he goes a good example of a good cliffhanger was i feel like the season three cliffhanger because yeah that was so good because you got like colin robinson is dead wait no he isn't now he's a baby question mark yeah and then laszlo putting guillermo in the crate shipped off to london and then nandor being left at the train station like that's some good those shit those were all things that we worked we, i think we all loved and we could work with you know yeah. for a hiatus period and that's like that's awesome but then it has to pay off in the next season and just like and it didn't kinda. And, it, and it didn't like i know like maybe this isn't the show to like but i don't know like i really wish we saw more of their time apart yeah and because i feel like that was such a big thing or like when they all came back like nothing else happened like part of me was just like okay we're just moving on whatever but then also like the part of me that really really loves a good story yeah. is like i want to know how that all affected you right and um right. also like I feel like because they know they have two more seasons, it's just like, oh, they know that they're going to come back. Like, we'll give them this little tease of Guillermo Uh becoming a vampire because we know they're coming back. Or like, yeah, Nandor still has two wishes, but you'll be back here next season. It's like, give me more reason to, though. Like, yes, I'm going to. No, right. (laughs) Like, I'm invested. But like, I I just wish it was more of like not just banking on the fact that you do have more time to tell a story but uh-huh. like if i'm watching the season on its own like you still have to wrap everything up and like nandor just still feels like he's unraveled and i want more from that i i don't know i don't know man i just if you're gonna if you're gonna tease us with, with stuff make sure it pays off and so it better pay off next season 
No, right. Like, and that's the other thing, right? Like, if there isn't a good story and if the story isn't cohesively wound throughout each episode or at least each season, then it kind of becomes like Saturday Night Live. Every single sketch is a one-off bit. You'll never see those characters again, possibly, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, or like, you will, but they won't be in the same circumstances. And like, we'll kind of, there's no room for growth. And I don't love that, especially since it seemed like for the first couple of episodes of this season, we were like working up to some really big things. Yeah. And it kind of felt like in the last two episodes or so, those things kind of fell apart or like were pushed under the rug. So I'm really hoping that there's some follow up next season. Yeah, I do want to go back and watch this entire season like uncut, like all together, no commercials, nothing. And um, see if maybe that changes some things yeah and just see how it all kind of runs together like as one whole storyline yes um but yeah other than that i want some more <laughs> <laughs> give me some more please sir i want please, some more sir, can I have some more um all right so with that i think it's time for us to think about our bingo board Woo-hoo. um I'm still recording Yes, I'm still recording, <laughs> um, which is a good thing to ask me, given last night's traumas. Um, so let's just, I think we'll, the best thing to do here would probably be to just read through all of our bingo slots and make some decisions about whether or not we were able to accommodate um, all of them. So our first line of bingos from the season was Laszlo and Naja fuck in a public place, which obviously we got in the very first episode, naturally. God bless. We can always count on that. Yeah. Next one was Freddy Krueger like disappointed but not surprised it was one of those like wouldn't it be cool if this happened yeah and like knowing it's not gonna happen but still when thomas standard showed up instead of uh, freddy krueger yeah. like i was like ah uh, that could have meant something i mean if the babadook was there <laughs> it's the least that we could do is bring me freddy yeah um the wedding episode ends with a revelation that nandor loves guillermo it did in fact but then it seems like that kind of like tapered they're like, off you got what you wanted now go home <laughs> yeah five people have gotten eaten we did have five people get eaten that's Woo-hoo! good yum yum tasty my tummy um some shit goes down in new jersey once again cannot emphasize enough how i thought that how random that was that you were just like eh, we'll put this in the bingo board and then when we got to the pine bears episode i got so excited i was like, like wow some shit's going down in new jersey and it was just the fact that um pine barrens is a place in new jersey yes um it is sorry to new jersey new jersey i don't know you that well <laughs> when con robinson returns there's a catch like he's an actual vampire he's a different kind of vampire and any vampire or something this didn't super happen obviously um i am okay with it no that yeah. there's not a catch but i also still think there's a catch but first i just want to say that i'm glad that he's back to his normal self yes and that nothing has inherently changed with him right. because when they suggested in this episode where guillermo's like oh he's still an energy vampire it's just he's feeding off of our anger instead of boring us to death i was like cool but i want i miss him and his long boring talks like i think that's just such a hilarious like bit and it never gets old for me personally so when they suggested that i was like oh i don't want him to just because then like everyone's just gonna be angry all the time and that's like boo but he didn't come back like that he came back to his old self but i think there is a catch i think he will possibly remember i do think the things because uh he 
like you mentioned last night <laughs> in the deleted, <laughs> the deleted footage, scenes. Yeah. In, the, in the deleted scenes of our podcast that will never see the light of day because they <laughs> were in fact not recorded. Um, you mentioned how he, like one of the first things that Colin Robinson did now that he's back was like know more about like the house and how it's built and what type of stuff to like put like with yes. the walls and everything. And like I think that definitely has something to do with the fact that he and Laszlo watched um go flip yourself together yes and then also he whistled a tune as he was walking away from laszlo and that tune was the first song that he sang at the club oh. with laszlo oh my so goodness i think it's still rattling around in there it is and i hope to god that we get to see um more of that speaking of god did you see <laughs> when laszlo is reading is reading this book where he's like trying to like figure out how to talk to teenagers um he's reading are you there god it's me like margaret or yeah but the, the god was crossed out i did <laughs> i didn't catch that until i saw it again today and i was like that's some really funny shit um but yeah i really hope that like somehow he can get some of the memories back or yeah. something because oh, there's something so sad when like one person loses their memory of something and the other person is just like, you don't remember our oh, bonding time? Yeah. It hurts me. And just, oh, that scene really got me going. Yeah. Like, oof. Yeah. That's what I had to say to that. But yeah, I think I think that could be the catch where like some of the things that he did with Laszlo um, still sticks with him. Mm. And I hope so. And I hope that he and Laszlo can still have a strong relationship yeah, together. Yeah, and they can continue to grow their friendship, which would be lovely. Yes. Um, next we had Taika Waititi cameo. <laughs> did not happen. Um, did not happen. Um, We're okay with that. Yeah, I think I think that this show can probably stand its own two feet without like exceptional um, guest stars. But yeah, no Taika Waititi, lesbian vampires. <laughs> the boss. Real mad about that. Yeah. Um, not happy. Very sad. Upset. Um, Could have been an easy thing. Feels feels playfully homophobic. <laughs> The guide tries to fuck Guillermo. That happened in the first episode. Sure did. The gang tries to send Colin Robinson to private school. Woo-hoo. They sure did. Great episode. The National Vampire Council gets pissed about the nightclub. See, now that's something yeah. that I feel like could have been more of a storyline. Yeah, like, where are they? They're not even, they were such a huge part of the first three seasons, and it feels like here, they're not really, they have not been very present. They were very, they're present for like the first, like, like a little one-off scene with Natch in the very first episode and that was that and like I feel like the addition of the vampiric council like adds to like the lore of the show much like the night market added to like the lore of like here's all here's these places that they can go I like because I I love world building I feel like with the vampiric council it seemed like hey you can be a vampire but these there are some rules to live by and like there's some consequences and like you have to remember that and there's even a whole storyline where Nandor and Nadja are on the council together was that yeah what it was? and yeah. then Naja took over the council at the end of last season yeah yeah and then she decided nah it wasn't what i wanted and yeah. then she just wants to be a nightclub which is like fine but i feel like there's sh- i just want more from that yeah like, i miss her on i miss her being like the head of the night the vampire council. i miss her being a girl boss like <laughs> it makes me sad to watch her fail it's not fair like she deserves everything i want to see her win <laughs> Maybe we'll get that in the next couple seasons. The way I just started talking like Tucker Carlson. I want to see her win. <laughs> it upsets me that she has not yet. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Guillermo kicks ass in a fucking metal fight scene. He yeah. did. And they just... It's so... 
weird to me that it, like that's I guess what makes me feel so strange is like they did dedicate so much time to making these remarkable scenes with Guillermo and then like this last two episodes was just kind of like here is ne- here's the end of reading a book like, <laughs> but also like yeah it feels like we're going back to square one but I yeah. feel like that was such a big thing in like this episode when Guillermo was just like I feel like I'm a hamster on a wheel it's like yeah yeah break the cycle break the cycle I like it I like that he as a character has is like noticing this yeah it's like because we are too because we are too and he's like nah i'm gonna change it and that he's actually gonna change it so no, i hope true. that i really hope that like ne- next season's just like absolutely batshit pun intended here here and that things do like we start to like it's good to like go back to your roots like okay colin is back and that's fantastic i love yeah, it so much right but also like if it it, it can be a little bit more it can be too monotonous at times. It can. Where, like, it's it's nice to be like, oh, I know exactly what to expect from this show, but right. then it, it can ultimately get boring. And I feel like that's my fear with this show is that they just don't know what to do with some of these characters after a while. Yeah. And so I hope with the decisions that they make going, going forward, it still has the essence of the show, but it's more interesting to the point where it's like okay you're actually doing something with these characters because again with Guillermo I feel like we were seeing so much growth with him yeah this season in the last couple episodes he just reverted back to his old ways and now hopefully now that he's like I want you to be a vampire that like we get a whole new side of Guillermo yes and yeah I want um, I want that yeah I don't remember my initial point as per usual yeah oh do you have something to say <laughs> the fridge said <laughs> in fact in fact the fridge is like, here's what your point was. Eat. No, yeah. I dilly dilly. I feel like <laughs> I do. I feel like I feel like you're right. Like and, and I, with each season, I think we see Guillermo get a little more bold. Like when we think of where he started in season one, he was this whole different, very passive person, very like not pathetic, but at the very least very soft and like not willing to like break with the norm and kind of like let Nandor and the other vamps push him over. So it's really great to see how each season he just kind of grows and grows and becomes an even more like an incrementally more healthy and like and somehow still incredibly toxic version of himself <laughs> like it's the transition it's the transformation i think we need yeah um but back to the bingo board <laughs> um so 90 ads for love for thor love and thunder within the first few weeks of episodes sure did. did in fact happen and it was exhausting <laughs> um gay sex did happen um guillermo and andor have a blow fight Woo-hoo. did happen Nandor says fucking guy yeah. uh, did happen. Nandor uh, does some himbo shit. Yep. Marvel movie guest star. Let's so, talk about it. So here's here's my argument. Go. Um, I've yet to scour IMDb again just to see if anything else has been updated. But there's an actor and his name is J.U. And he was the contractor in this episode that Colin talks to at the end. Yep. And he was in X-Men, the 2000 movie. Do we count that as a Marvel movie? Because technically, comic book-wise, X-Men is Marvel, but stupid rights to movies and motion pictures-wise, I don't believe it was under Marvel Studios because I don't think Marvel Studios was yet a thing. Mm. Could I have taken the time to google that today Uh yes did i no but do we count that as a marvel movie guest star i think for me i'm not getting caught up on the marvel movie thing i'm getting caught on the guest star thing 
because mm. it wasn't like a big hullabaloo it wasn't like yeah. here he is <laughs> but um that said i want a bingo <laughs> i want a i want a bingo so let's put a pink bat on that fucker and call it a day hell yeah I mean. look we got a bingo well, we got a bingo probably not excellent because i didn't want to have to mourn this um girls deserve a bingo as a treat yes we do um character arc for laszlo where he learns a dad lesson he sure did and it makes me sad what's even sadder i think is like not only does laszlo end his relationship as colin robinson's papa mm. on the note that like colin robinson is back to who he was but he also ended it in kind of a difficult place with colin where colin was like already going through these really complex emotions of being a teenager so it's really sad because like laszlo can never go back to the period of colin's life where colin is where he's playing the piano for colin and colin's tap dancing or telling him about legos or being a baby and that makes me feel things yeah sad complicated things but things all the same <laughs> um side note do you know the you remember adam's family values and how at the end morticia and gomez have a baby yeah what i would give to take that baby and put it in a ring with baby colin robinson and just let them hash it out <laughs> like cockfighting <laughs> i'd watch that <laughs> like just you me and like eight other people gathered around like a cement block watching baby colin robinson and the adams family baby just like go at it can i also add boss baby and boss baby <laughs> of course you can thank you yeah no i think because boss baby is like it's i think it's funny because like when you think about it on the spectrum of, of gothic babies it goes adam's family baby obviously he was born for with a mustache for fuck's sake um and then in the middle of in the middle and then on the very other end is boss baby who wears a suit and then somewhere in the middle is colin robinson who really is a little bit of both i think we should also um it should be wrapped by um the sun baby from teletubbies yeah no i think you're right and hosted by the gerber baby the gerber baby wow yeah a lot of babies involved all of them good what do you think, Bishwas? Just babies. Yeah, they're cool. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Thank you. Vishwas walked in here and made things so awkward because we were talking shit about him. <laughs> we actually haven't started talking about the episode yet. We've just been talking shit about him. Yeah, this you. whole thing has been about... We've been talking about what kind of babies we want to eat you. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of babies do you want to eat you? Yeah, we're gonna t- we're gonna put you down, and we we're gonna put you in like on a cement block, and then we're gonna like just trap you in there with some babies, and they're gonna take some time eating you. Our listeners are gonna be like, "Poor bitch." Boss. You, you sound like you so enjoy mean. that. You're like, "Ooh, sign me up." Who do you think would win in a fight, Colin Robinson, like baby Colin Robinson, or the, the baby Adam's from family? Adam's Family Values with oh, the mustache? The Why? Ooh, no question. Yeah, because like they're more, uh, you know, demonic, like more like uh, monster ish. Well, couldn't Colin Robinson, like, start talking about, like, linoleum folders and just, like, tire the other baby to death? The baby would get annoyed and then just, like, snap his neck or something. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I see how that is. All right. Um, for the last line, and let me say, we did not get any of these in the last line, really which makes did. it the more laughable. Guillermo goes to therapy. No. That's funny. Um, Colin Robinson plays Mark in Rent, which, I mean... I still think is a possibility. Like, I still believe could be probable, you know? Like, there's I, a chance there. I really do wish that we had, like, I know we had him performing at the nightclub, but I do really wish that we got to see him, like, use his theater chops. I did, too. Um, 
the gang goes to Disney World at some point. They did send the wraiths to uh, Universal <laughs> Picture Studios, right? That was really funny. That was very funny. That was that was really good labor. I mean, I feel like on her part, for someone who didn't want them to unionize, sending them on an on a on an all paid an all expense paid vacation was probably the best move. Yeah. Um, on her part as a boss, they deserve that. Thanks, Naja. Little Naja sees that Naja has met her true potential and pieces out. No, no, because they didn't really know what to do with Naja at the end. No, and I can only hope that they give her a better story. Yeah, moving forward, they owe her that. They really do. And then finally, cult leader Jan returns. Um, <laughs> I still think that this is a possibility for the next two seasons. I'm not ruling this out yet because th- she did turn into a bat and disappear after murdering all those people. So. She did. Yeah, I feel like her story isn't over yet because most cult leaders die in their flames, and that did not happen here. <laughs> um, but that said. We'll 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 take our bingo and run with it. Yep, we got our no bingo. Asked, baby. Yeah. What was your favorite episode from this season? Oh, good question. I forgot about this. Um, so for me, it was definitely private school. Yeah, I liked that. I I just really liked that episode. I love a good bottle episode. Mm. Um, I really enjoyed um just the snap scene. I enjoyed the jokes. It was just such a quick episode. It moved well. I was fully engaged the whole time, which is good for my ADHD brain. <laughs> um, but it was it was just immaculate. I miss that episode. I miss it a little bit. Like yeah, she was she she used to be mine. Um, <laughs> but uh, how about you? Um, I really liked Private School. It was a really good episode. But I still think the one that made me laugh the most. And I even think because I know I was there was the night market episode. Yeah. Like not only did I love it just for like the world building of like the vampire life and that there's like oh, and the set that they made and all the little like Jim Henson-esque creatures. It was yes. just great. But also it made me laugh so hard. Um, it did bring back my tonsillitis I was <laughs> that I was suffering from and I was getting better. And then. Right. It was the like the fight scene between Nandor and Guillermo was great on its own, but also just the addition of the uh, the ringmaster or whatever, like like all of his offhand comments. Like the thing that still makes me laugh so hard to this day was, oh shit, he's Phantom Menacing. Phantom Menacing. <laughs> it just really, it really, really gets me, and I need to not think about it too much because otherwise I'll just be in a laughing fit. <laughs> but. <laughs> No, <laughs> thinking about it, that was good. It made me laugh so hard. My my throat hurt for the rest of the week. Oh, it was really good. There's something about just like comments that are said like offhand, like slightly off screen or slightly off mic. Yeah, that like really gets me going. I don't yeah. know why, but it's just like so subtle. And just every line that that guy said was so good. Yeah. Um. So I really like like. Private school, yes, but Night Market, oh, that was the best episode. I love that episode 100%. so much. 100%. No, it was exquisite. And I feel like if any writers from the show listening right now, which I would assume no when I'm just being parasocial, but <laughs> if that were the case, I do think it's important for those creative folks to recognize and play into those strengths. I think of like being just fully creative and introducing this like vampire world, first working within like the box of the show and, and like their colorful character set like they did with the bottle episode private school and then also working outside of that and expanding things and creating new things and using puppets like those things both worked so well. Yeah. Um, I think the weakness probably continues to be cohesive story building 
Um, so I think maybe that's just something to consider for next season if you're listening. <laughs> They're like, yeah, sure, we'll, appraisal. we'll take notes from you, random girl. <laughs> and you should. I have a master's degree. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. On a scale of one to five, how many? <laughs> so we get for being in the same How room many? Together. How many? Yeah. So many, yeah. <laughs> no, uh, I think, I, I think I'd give the season finale like a solid three and a half. Yeah, I think many. that's fair. Yeah, because like I honestly, the biggest thing that I wanted from the end of the season was to see Colin Robinson come back into his final form, and I missed him so much. I've said it in every review. I feel like that we did of each episode was just like this episode is great. Miss that Colin Robinson though. Like, yeah, I missed him, and I feel complete as a person now that he's back agreed and i just i really really enjoyed his whole storyline with laszlo this season yes i think that's really interesting maybe it's just my love for found family and parent and their reluctant adoptive child yes (laughs) like i love that shit so much um i also Quick, quick interjection. I also yeah. adore that, like, in the very beginning, Guillermo and Laszlo were sitting together talking about Colin like they were co-parenting him, yeah. which is exactly what we'd been thinking about this whole season, so I do like that. Yeah, and that they were actually, like, talking together and having, like, an actual conversation together about it, and, like, mm. not, I don't know, I just, I think that's such, like, an interesting dynamic to me, so I yes. really loved seeing that, and that was truly the bulk of this episode, which is right. great. Also, the vindication that there was something in the walls this entire time. Uh-huh. I have never felt so satisfied about something because I feel like that like we've talked about it before but like we were like there's something in the walls something is in there that has to do with Colin and the fact that like that actually was a thing and right. it wasn't just like a nah he just likes to hammer. <laughs> like, right. I I love that validation and I when he found that like little map yes. to like like here's where you hit and there's like a whole hidden compartment so creative it was so good like i love that shit that was awesome so i felt very validated also uh you get a three and a half because shawnee sean oh my god my love of my life uh he was only there very briefly but that's all i needed i love that man from long island so much darling he's a darling and he had and he was so lovely about like colin robinson like crashing his car yeah um he was such a sweetie about it like oh it's okay son like you know trying to help them work through it instead of being like a douche about it like yeah shawnee is i mean like it's funny because when we first meet sean he's kind of like a dick to his wife and whatnot but just because of how many brain scramblies sean has had he's become like the essence of healthy masculinity (laughs) and i respect that and the fact that he was just like when me and my pops would get into like have fights this is what we would do and he's like trying to like help that and trying to like you know like break the cycle break the cycle like he's darling and also i think like as an actor i feel like sean's character actor what is his name hold on hold on hold on let's find out let's find out together find out together i'll interject real quick to say that caitlin and i have been thinking about halloween costumes for this year and we've been talking about like naja and laszlo and nandor in the the like the outfits (laughs) from um from the private school episode we've been talking about like uh steed and ed from uh our flag music we've talked about like a lot of different things but i do think that explicitly laszlo and sean makes the most sense 100 percent, 100 percent. we need to be laszlo and sean yes that's our halloween costume this year it is. um One the actor many. is anthony 
I'm gonna so butch this, uh, butcher this, just like I butchered that entire sentence. Anthony Adamanuik? Oh. Adamanuik? Anthony. Uh. (laughs) Oh, yeah, okay. Anthony Adamanuik. Okay. Cool, of course. Cool. I don't know why you're using me as a reference because I also don't know if I got it right. (laughs) You you violently tapped on your computer, so I'm like, yeah, she's googling it. If 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 the girl in the room is violently tapping on her computer, she's probably based. Um, (laughs) That said, no, I feel like he just did such a great job of portraying Sean in this episode. Like he just has the range as well for some reason, and I love him like as a side character, and I'm really glad he's here. I'm hoping just want him to be here for the next couple of years. I adore him. Yeah, Um, continuously. And also, just back to your point about Colin Robinson, I do love that scene because of the music explicitly. Like, you talked a lot about music in this episode, and they used the symphonic piece, and I don't know what the intention was for that, but it did remind me a lot of, like, the climactic piece of um, some (laughs) documentaries. Um, And, uh, like, it was, like, very on brand with, like, what it means to get to, like, the really, like tense piece of a documentary and that's what was really going on it was like Colin Robinson finding out who he was and there was this music in the back it was just really cool yeah I thought it was awesome I enjoyed it um yeah what did you rate what did I (laughs) how many um how many um so I said 2.5 um and I just gave it a low rating because it wasn't like my favorite it wasn't my favorite season finale and I just overall felt very walked away feeling very empty not empty like (laughs) Real, like I didn't take my my um psychotic antipsychotics today, but like empty, like oh, like there was more that I was hoping for, and my expectations were kind of like disappointed, um, which could be a me thing, but also I do feel like this whole season they like, had so many really really great episodes, just like oh yeah, so impressive in terms of scaling and like um jokes, like character writing. But then I think at the last two 30 minute like the, the last in the last two episodes, things just kind of felt like they like what's the word? They, they kind of felt like they um, dwindled a little bit. Yeah. And I just left it feeling kind of like, hello, darkness, my old friend. And not like, <laughs> oh, you know, like not excited, you know, yeah. not necessarily like, um, you know like replenished <laughs> so um with that in mind 2.5 for me because i think that this episode while it didn't make it give me the the violent rage that last week's episode did <laughs> was still kind of on the same level of like okay can what now um but that said i will praise like the very few like bits and bobs that we just talked about that you gave it a little higher rating for caitlin so it definitely i'm with you still on those what would you rate the season as a whole um I mean, I think, I think it probably, I think season three remains my favorite. Um, yeah. I do think like, just with where we were going, like what what was going on that season, like the direction the show was going in, I was really excited about that season. And at the, at the end of this season, I'm not really feeling that way. That said, I feel like, strangely enough, this season has some of the best episodes overall in the show's history. Yeah. Um, so it's weird for me to say, but I do feel like just because this last two episodes was just such a, so, um, they were just so anticlimactic. Um, I think that maybe there's a little internal work that needs to be done in terms of like building that story to get it back to where it needs to be in season five. But that's where I am. How about you? I, yeah, I, I very much with the, 
exception to like how I felt about like these last two episodes, I really do feel like this is like one of the better seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved it so much. Right. Um, like out of ten, I'd probably give it an eight. Yeah. And you lose two points just for the last two episodes, and mm. it it really is all because like the entire first half of the season, like you're building up to all of these things, and then they just kind of fell flat. And I don't want to be like, oh, yeah, but we still have two more seasons. Like, mm-hmm. you still need to wrap some stuff up. Like, yes, Colin's entire thing was kind of, like, one of the main focuses. But, like, I am still, like, feel weird about Nandor's entire thing. Just being kind of just like, okay, and now Mar was gone. And now mm, he's reading now. Like, we don't, eh, yeah. it's whatever. As if we didn't just spend, like, an entire season, like focus on that yeah so exactly i know that there's gonna be more of that to come but i still wish that it was more like it was i just wish that it was wrapped up better me too um this season so but like out of 10 i'd give it an eight yeah i, I, I really fair. did enjoy this season so much I, had, I i like i've had just a great time yeah um it's just it's just a fun show um that i like to watch and um I just think a lot of these characters just have so much, such interesting stories and like so much potential that like, I just, I just love them. What? I'm so sorry. I don't want to do this to you. Do it. When you said it's just a fun show that I like to watch, it reminded me of what I love about this movie <laughs> is it's just like a movie. <laughs> sorry, I have to go spit on Emberlin real quick. <laughs> sorry, I have to go lie to lie to a variety about firing you and then um let you res- uh share receipts Sorry. that prove that uh, i did not in fact do that well i'm gonna go walk out of this interview because i'm no longer doing press for this <laughs> that's cool um, i'm gonna leave my husband for you <laughs> i'm no longer using cell phones you're no longer using cell phones? <laughs> That's all I got. Because <laughs> Chris Pine doesn't use cell phones. He doesn't? He just oh, uses he uses a flip phone. phone. <laughs> he uses a flip phone. I love him. He's baby. I like him. He really is. Like, he is my little cherry pie. Um, <laughs> Guys, thoughts and prayers to Chris Pine. <laughs> thoughts and prayers to Chris Pine. He's, my girl's going through a hard time right now. He, he's got Harry's saliva all over his new pants. Um, Oh, my gosh. So, sidebar, I'm supposed to go see Harry in a couple of days in concert uh, at the same time, not long after Caitlin and I see Florence Walsh in concert, which is very exciting. But um, I still don't believe it's happening. I'm very excited. Yeah, it's all a blur. But to me, it is just so hilarious that I get to go see (laughs) Harry Styles during the absolute, like, just during the shit show. Like, I am so excited. Like, I have been looking online trying to find the exact outfit he wore to the the Venice Film (laughs) Festival, and I can't find it, but just know that if i could i'd be there in it <laughs> i'd be like he would be he'd be doing his thing he'd look out in the audience and like one of the lights would shine down on me and you just see me standing there with the most demonic smile on my face like <laughs> like what's her face from us just like hey girl <laughs> um so <laughs> um so yeah we uh we came out of the season with a bingo no fully actualized nandermo yet but there's still time we do have we do have canon um but no you know sometimes i listen to myself talk and i'm like (laughs) what am i what language am i speaking in we do have canon we have canon yeah we got canon we got our blurbos from our shows we got canon (laughs) god yeah it's all going well um but 
yeah so what i liked about are. the show is that it felt like a show <laughs> what i liked about this movie was it a film or movie what word did he say i think he said movie what i liked about this movie is that it really felt like a movie <laughs> Baby girl, I'm gonna go <laughs> the way I'm gonna the way that Caitlin said to me the other day. She's like, when you leave that concert, you should like when you take a picture, like post any pictures from the Harry Styles concert, the, the Harry concert. You should post on your story. When I leave this, what I love about this concert is it really felt like a concert. It felt like a concert, like please. Uh, That's such I'm, a good thing to say. I think we should. I'm honestly starting to think maybe we should like watch Don't Worry Darling and do a podcast episode, like a one-off episode about it. I think we have to. I think we have to. <laughs> no, I think you're right um so that's our show that's our yeah, season that's our season thank you so much for tuning in to what we do in the moonlight a yeah. spin-off i i think it's weird to call this a spin-off because it's just our podcast yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like we're doing we're a book podcast but we're slowly turning into we actually have a lot more shows to talk about and a lot of big feelings to talk about yeah so it was really fun doing um reviews of what we do in the moonlight oh nope what we do in the shadows yeah um thank you for listening uh we a lot of you have come and uh for our what we do in the shadows reviews um i don't know how you stayed because i was struggling through that simple sentence yeah um so thank you for that i hope you stick around for more because we have a lot planned yeah and we have a lot of other content like book related and if you don't want to read any of the books that we're reading right now you could just listen to us read them and i feel like that's good enough so yeah you know (laughs) we're good enough for you Yeah. yeah So please come back. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's been, I've had a really good time doing this. Yeah. And if you have any suggestions for us about what you want to see us talk about next, you're free yeah. to leave them on our YouTube comments or on our Instagram or our Tumblr or just wherever the heck you want. And we'll get back to you. We thrive on feedback. Please. Yeah. Please. I mean, be nice. Yeah. But like, tell us what you want to see. What do you want us to watch? What do you want us to read? What do you want us to do? What do you want us to do? <laughs> it's just scratching my head. <laughs> what do you want us to do? We don't know. We don't know. But it's been fun. It's been fun. It's been fun, guys. Yes, join us for next season when Guillermo might or may not be a vampire. Who's to say? It always comes back to that. It Harper. always comes back to that. Auto parts. Ha, 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 ha.